There was a historic presidential election in Nigeria. The race is still too close to call. And in Ohio, officials are figuring out what to do with the toxic waste from the train derailment. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7th from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, February 27th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. First up, in Ohio, the aftermath from the train crash continues to raise questions and cause controversy. Toxic waste from the derailment on February 3rd is growing, and officials are struggling to find safe places to dispose of it. Yesterday, the EPA's regional administrator, Deborah Shore, spoke about its waste disposal plans at a news conference. I'm pleased to announce that we have identified EPA-certified facilities that will be able to accept at least some of these wastes, meaning that the railroad will be able to restart shipments tomorrow. An independent analysis of EPA data, which was released on Friday, found nine air pollutants in the area that could be concerning if the current levels persist. But officials have said the air is safe. Number two, thousands of people in Mexico protested an electoral overhaul yesterday. A law passed last week will let President Andres Manuel López Obrador slash the budget of the agency in charge of Mexico's elections. People are worried that this will threaten Mexico's democracy and that it could return the country to its authoritarian past. Number three. Nigerians voted in a historic presidential election this weekend. This has been the country's most closely contested race in recent history. A third-party candidate, Peter Obi, has run neck and neck with candidates from the two main parties. Obi has campaigned as a reformer, promising to run a government that is more accountable to its citizens. Young Nigerians in particular are frustrated with the status quo. Despite the vast oil riches of Africa's largest economy, more than 60% of the country lives in poverty. Official results could be days away. And analysts have warned that the race is so close that it could be headed for a runoff. At number four, a storm system brought snow to California and dangerous winds to the central U.S. Severe winds and tornadoes were reported in parts of Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas overnight. Thousands of people have lost power. In California, snow hit even the lower elevations over the weekend. Mountains in Southern California were blanketed with multiple feet of snow. The same storm system will bring snow to New England through tomorrow. Hundreds of newspapers, including the Washington Post, dropped the Dilbert comic strip last week. That's story number five. Its creator, Scott Adams, went on a racist rant on Wednesday, calling Black Americans a hate group and promoting segregation. The cartoonist has been pushing extreme right ideologies for several years. The popular workplace satire debuted in 1989 and appeared in more than 2,000 papers at its peak. Number six, the FDA cleared the first home test for both the flu and COVID on Friday. 
This means that you'll be able to check for flu without going to the doctor's office for the first time ever. The test uses nasal swabs and provides results in about 30 minutes. This could be especially helpful in winter such as this one, when cases of the flu, COVID-19, and RSV surge at the same time. It could also cut back on prescriptions of antibiotics. And last but not least, a new era of Major League Baseball kicked off this weekend. Spring training began in Florida and Arizona, and all 30 teams played with potentially transformative rules adopted last fall. The biggest change is a pitch clock, which is supposed to speed up what can be very long games. On average, the first 19 spring training games were 25 minutes faster than last year's. Bases also got a little bit bigger. That's supposed to increase player safety by making collisions less frequent and could also make it easier to steal bases. And just like that, you're all caught up. Don't forget, you can rate the show if you're listening on Spotify. If you listen to The 7 on Apple, you can write us a review. Tell us what you think. You can say anything about the podcast or anything about Damian Lillard dropping 71 points. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. 